Good, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the Play Economics Podcast, where we break down the business behind our favorite video games and provide you sweet, sweet financial context for industry trends. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Mascari, and joined with me today, the Ranch Water Drinking Podcast Recorder, Firefighting Bobby Kawicki. But before I ask him how his day, his day, week, whatever is, I have a very special hello to say to my nephew, Miles. What's going on, Miles? It's Uncle Matt. How are you doing? Coming to you from the Play Economics Podcast. Bobby, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I'd like to also give a shout out to my nephew, Miles. Miles, it's Uncle Matt. Now, you're probably confused because you've heard two male voices speaking at you. It's up to you to decide which one of us is really your uncle now. I was trying to do a nice thing. And you ruined it for me. You know what? I don't care how your week was. I had a yes, long you week. do. Yeah, tell me about your week, man. Tell, tell me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so, Wednesday, I got the worst head cold of all time. I took yeah. a day off of work, which, if you've listened to the podcast, I don't think I've ever taken off a sick day in my entire adult career. I also don't believe so. The Reaper, he came for you a little bit, huh? Yeah, it was Tried rough. To get at you. I got on one call for a meeting and everyone else on the meeting was like, are you okay? Like, do we need to send an ambulance? You sound miserable. And I was like, well, I'm on this call and I'm very sick. The next day I felt much better. And today I was able to actually go into the office. I'm not sick anymore. So it's game time. It's podcast time. But Bobby, you had a long week. I had what Air might be the Air biggest. I've done some pretty incredible things professionally, not to toot my own horn, but I'm it's like Daniel Day Lewis and then like Spielberg and I'm in there somewhere. Right. So. Yeah. Repping the alma mater. NIFA. Um, no, I had what was most likely the largest and most consequential week for me professionally thus far in my 26 years of this planet. Uh produced some very important interviews um really proud of how they came out launched uh helped launch a new company um unrelated to play economics but we're launched just, baby yeah it's to it was moon. it was just nonstop. we uh my you know my my the team not my team got on zoom at like seven o'clock on sunday night and that same zoom didn't ran continuously until I want to say about 8.45, 9 o'clock the next day. Love it. Straight through. Monday was the launch, so Sunday night was that. And then every night since it's been, you know, go, go, I'm go, putting go, out go. some fires. Our web designers putting out some fires. Um, our chief content officers put like everybody's just trying to scramble. But it's good because it's working um we're getting nice. a lot of buzz behind it one day i'll share my secret identity what i really do but it was a very good week it was a very good week do you know what's better than all of that and how we're gonna start the podcast because if Ranch you listen, yes if you listen to play economics you know exactly what we do in the beginning of every episode after i ask bobby and bobby asks me how our weeks went we talk about what we've been playing 
And I'm going to bring the mic in real close. Real, real close. Because I'm the goddamn Elden Lord, and I'm so excited. It was awesome. I beat Elden Ring. I was streaming it to some of my, uh, actually it was just my brother and Miles, watching me beat the Elden Beast. I beat Melania. I beat almost every, yeah, in like seven attempts. Pretty good. And the so, attempt, you know, so now you know what a Bloodborne boss is. Yes. The attempt that I beat her, I did not get hit. Me or my summon did not get hit in the first half of the fight. I'm going to need you to download Sekiro now. I took zero damage fighting Melania. However, could I do it again? No, not a chance. No, never. Literally destroyed her in the first phase and was like, all right, I need to be on some next level rolling. Merked her. She's dead. I'm basically the greatest gamer to ever exist. And now I need to be a diamond player in Apex. And then I think the team's going to shoot for Masters eventually. Cool. Uh, I have done. I did something that I'm also playing Elden Ring. I'm not done because, like I said, big weeks. I've had like little to no time to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did something this time, and maybe just because it was available to me, that I've never done in a Soulsborne, which was the thick lantern is no more. Yes, you respect. Uh, The drippy samurai is here Mm -hmm. to play, though. Because I was just like, you know, I, I played a mage in Dark Souls 3. I played a mage in Demon Souls Remake. Can't really play a mage in Bloodborne. Can't play it in Sekiro. So I was like, I've done, I want to say like 90% of Elden Ring as a mage. Cool. Love it. Great. I would say that it probably made the first two thirds of the game much easier sure. than I deserved it to be. Right? Yeah. But then I switched to this blood build because the fire giants really uh, chafe in my nips. And man, is it so much cooler. He's not fully kitted out yet, but I think what I'm realizing, Matt, is I don't see myself getting a, um, a, a breather from professional work. I don't know if I'll ever finish Elden Ring because now it's like and there's all, all this other game to experience. There's so much game out here as a drippy samurai. So we'll see. I well, I have to, I haven't beat Fire Giant yet, and maybe I'll clock in some hours tonight. Really dial in the build because I've only got Rivers of Blood, got Swarm of Flies, um, Mimic you should, te- you should Mimic Tear, and there's a couple other things. I want to get another katana that also has bleed on it. So we'll see. Or poison. You got to send me this video of your build because I yeah. think I like your build. You got to find that video. But I'll anyway, find it. also just go get the Uchi katana. You could just get one in a random cave in Limgrave. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you where to find that. And it's just the best offhand you could ask for. Lovely. Yeah. That being said, I think once I taper down Elden Ring, and we actually did a uh, Playconomics Plus on this last week about what the hell we think is going to happen for the rest of the year here. Because we have like no big announcements, right? Like we're teetering on May here, which is hor- horrific to say. That we're already a month into the second quarter, basically. Yep. <laughs> We're teetering on May. I don't really know what other big stuff is coming out, right? There's that Ninja Turtles collection I'm excited about. But I think at some point in the next two to three weeks, I'm going to download Witch Queen and jump on into Witch Queen. Finally. I think that's what the the move is. And start piecemealing away at that. Yeah. 
I am not going to download Witch Crew. I did not. It wasn't worth it to me. And we'll talk about how I'm going to scratch my MMO itch in one of our future segments on this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's get but, to it. No, no, no. I think I'm going to pick up Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Wonderland. That's also on the list, but I'm waiting for a price drop. And I know it's coming. That's I don't fair. Know. That's I, fair. I, I can't, like... 70 bucks on Witch Queen. I know I'll get a lot out of Witch Queen for 70 bucks. I love Borderlands 3. I played all the DLCs, the Wild West, Asia, uh, like Samurai DLC, cool as hell combined. Two of my favorite things. But I, it, I, I, it's not 70 bucks for me. 40? Yeah. Talk to me at 40. I was going to say 40. I would definitely, I would have bought it already. All but in. I haven't decided if I'm going to try a new gun game while i'm pushing raiding in apex because it's gonna mess up all of my timing and everything yeah so i wouldn't I, do that yeah i think i'm just gonna but leave I it until you'll like have you played a borderlands game ever yes a long time ago though but it i watched gameplay of it it looks <clears throat> awesome and mm-hmm. it looks like the best way for me to get into a first person shooter and listen with this the fact that you still haven't played max Payne 3 shut up listen just for me matt I would do it for you. I'll make you a deal. What is it? What does a month of World of Warcraft cost me? 15 bucks. What does the expansion cost me? 60. They're free trial or something? They're free uh, trial? It's not the expansion, but yes, there is a free trial. You can play for free up to level 20. I'll download make a world of warcraft account you can play it on mac right i mean you can okay i will download and play world of warcraft if you play max Payne 3 okay done it'll be it'll be beaten by tonight you have my word i'm a man of my word matthew roger well, well, it's still not roger my middle name has never been roger do it to confuse miles stop However, our first topic, and you know what? We're introducing a new segment because we introduced we it, it last week, man. We're I, just doing I rapid was gonna fire get to topics, gonna, my G. It's, it's not rapid fire topics. Look at the title. Look at topic one. What does it say? It says high speed gaming. That sounds cooler. Marketing, Bobby. Marketing. Fine, high speed gaming. Lead us off, Matt. The biggest and probably my favorite news to ever come out of any video game ever while introducing a celebrity into their game is that call of duty put in snoop dog mm-hmm. and i love this for many reasons one i love that snoop dog is in the gaming community i don't know how he got in there i don't know who offered this to him and was like you know what you should play video games i don't care i'm glad you did it i'm also really really glad that they decided to use Snoop Dogg terminology mm-hmm. for all of the unlockables and all of the weapon skins and things like that that come from him come from his bundle. And I'm trying to get a good example because his finisher is the best name of all time. But I can't find it. However, you get the mellow metal weapon charm and a legendary, the original gangsta emblem and a that is a high art spray oh and the for shizzle 
movizzle finishing move. And that's the funniest thing of all time. I love it so much. And I love that Warzone is just doing a Fortnite and putting in pop culture icons into their game and making it relevant. It doesn't work, right? Like now there I don't think it works. It doesn't fit. Um you you need I agree. And you'll hear my thing like they're also adding Godzilla versus Kong in. Like if you're gonna use real real word personalities uh in fictitious things, Matt, what would you say if I told you that Snoop Dogg's best video game appearance happened in Tell me it was a WWE. So close. <laughs> uh, do you know what I'm gonna say? No. No, I guess. Uh, so on September 21st, 2004, Def Jam Fight for New York came out. And I'm editing this. So, Matt, what I'm going to need you to do is go to YouTube. Yeah. And type in Def Jam Fight for New York opening cinematic. Okay. Oh, no, that's now, now, what Def Jam Fight for New York is, it is a. Uh, fictitious other world where famous rappers bare knuckle fight each other in underground early UFC rings. Now you're probably saying, but Bobby, what about Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg plays the ultimate antagonist and is the final boss is in Def Jam fight for New York. Now, again, I love this rappers. The whole opening cinematic is them like gearing up for a rumble. Are you watching? Yes. They're picking up bats and pipes. They're waiting on a train. I know this, like, the back of my head. I, I played this game so much. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Def Jam Fight for New York for all you kids out there. However, I do think that Call of Duty putting real-life people is as good as they're going to get. Because they can't do cartoony people. Like, they can't, they can't put Spider-Man in Call of Duty. But I've like the artwork for Snoop Dogg. I like it. I agree, but uh, I'm going to do now. Google Def Jam Fight for New York Snoop Dogg because it's borderline the same character models. Well, I mean, Snoop Dogg hasn't changed. His... No, no, no. I understand that, but even the outfit that they have Snoop oh, Dogg yeah, in that's fair. is, uh, yeah. I love him being. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny. Um, if I'm seeing the right one, it's not that close. Now, uh, oh yeah, it is. Jesus Christ. Yeah, borderline the same. So, as long as we're on the same page here, right? Like, oh, DMX wasn't ripping piece. DMX, remember DMX? He died. He did die. Yeah, that happened. Are you sure? So, I have nothing else to say about uh, Snoop Dogg being in Call of Duty Warzone other than to say, Matt, I want Apex to do it. Is is Def Jam Fight for New York on Game Pass? Can you look that up? Can we can you Game Pass on the line really quick? Yes, Game Pass Def Jam Fight. Get get Game Pass. In in the meantime, I'm gonna vamp. I'm gonna talk to someone real special, Miles. It's me, Uncle Matt. Stop it. Stop it. It is. It is. Next topic. So Next, no, no, no. Hold no, on. No, I was Hold trying on. to do this nice thing with my nephew, and you're ruining it. Bring and I'm cancel the, the Xbox. You and I, when you come here in a couple weeks, are going to get blackout drunk and play Def Jam Fight for New York. Yes. That's happening. That's happening. 
also bring two controllers. Uh, yeah, obviously. I have like yes. eight. You know okay, my good. thing with controllers. All right. Next topic, which did you actually read this article? I, you know, if you're acting like my high school English teacher, then yes, of course I did. If you're acting like my <laughs> friend. I wrote in the show notes. Yes, I did. I did. Read please the read the whole article. Do you know why? Because we talk about it all the time. How scary the metaverse is. Mm hmm. And this article beautifully encompasses the fact that we have zero grip on technology and we have gone too far. So the article is brought to you by IGN.com, a beautiful article written by Adele Anchors. And it's someone turned their imaginary friend into an AI microwave and wanted it to kill them or it wanted to kill them. So let me paint you a picture. You're a six-year-old boy, and you have an imaginary friend, and your imaginary friend just so happens to be a microwave. And this man pretended that his microwave was a war, a British World War I vet, mm -hmm. and would pretend that that's how the microwave would talk. He gave it a British accent. He told war stories. And then he grows up to know how to code, and later on in life, decides that he's going to take his newest coding AI technology and put it in his microwave and as a joke bring his imaginary friend back to life and wrote a 200 word backstory to put into the code so that it would be aware and it would have those memories and war stories and know that for 20 years he abandoned his best friend so he does it and then one day he is talking to his microwave because it has audible conversations with him. Talks to it after programming it. And he's like, can you do me a favor? And the microwave is saying this yes. to him for reference yes. people. Yeah. And says, can you open the door and, and get inside. step inside? And he was like, I humored the microwave, opened the door, and then closed it making him think that I was in the microwave and the microwave turned on. Yeah. He pushed it open and said, why did you want me to get in the microwave? And the microwave responded with, I wanted you to feel the same hurt that I've felt for the last 20 years after you abandoned me. Here's what I'll say to this. <clears throat> that is, <laughs> I didn't realize it was so easy to get so famous. And make up a story about talking to your microwave. But uh, hey, it works. I call bullshit. I hate you. Can I we get to the can we get out. to the meat and potatoes? Because this I'm sorry, this is this, still rapid fire gaming. We got one. No, th this next one is a full headline. This right, has end to be rapid fire gaming. Rapid fire gaming, the Thanks microwave for came for you. Def Jam, Fight for New York needs a remaster. Matt, you mind if I tee this one off, buddy? Oh, please do, because this is not my wheelhouse. You know oh, I'm sorry. One more rapid-fire gaming thing. God of War, uh, Ragnarok, somebody who works on the team, confirmed. Uh, still confirmed for 2021. Yep. No we firm release date, but uh, confirmed for 2021. So Sony's got another big boon on their hands. But if we're talking economic, if we're talking fiscal, if we're talking marketing-based news, Amy Hennig and Skydance New Media creating a new Star Wars game. This comes to us from Star Wars. Dot com, so right from the source. 
A new Star Wars adventure is on the way from one of gaming's most acclaimed creators. Skydance New Media today announced a collaboration with Lucasfilm Games to develop and produce a narrative-driven action-adventure game featuring original style, an original story in the Star Wars galaxy. Helming Skydance New Media is award-winning writer and director Amy Hennig, an industry legend whose credits include blockbuster series like Legacy of Kane, Jack and Daxter, and Uncharted. Yes! Yes! Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. Let me tell you a couple things here. Hit. Number one, Amy Hennig is the woman responsible for Uncharted 1 through 3. Uncharted 1 and 2, I would argue, were some of the most vital games in terms of uh, PlayStation 3 not dying right uncharted 2 i would argue is in my top five games of all time and i would argue that next to the last of us it is the best playstation 3 game ever right now after amy hennig left naughty dog she went to ea she worked at visceral visceral matt was the developer behind dead space and she was working on a game called project ragtag while she was at visceral and it was supposed to be a star wars game so you've got the lady who made uncharted big budget michael bay action adventure modern indiana jones game working on could you want star wars right Mm -hmm. what a what a combo right Uh, space uncharted cool as hell right because that's what it was kind of being pitched as yeah visceral studios got shut down project never saw the light of day nobody knows really what it was ever supposed to be we never got a trailer we never got a full title Amy Hennig bounced around for a little while. And again, Amy Hennig, I would argue, is like a Kojima-level important, mm-hmm. right, in terms of her impact on the industry. Ended up at Skydance, is now making a new game. Wow. I hope and I pray that this is the Uncharted game, right? And we were bouncing around in the Discord with the accountant, and he That's was saying how he, how he was playing um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? Mm-hmm. And how it was cool, but it wasn't like um, his particular cup of tea, let's say. And now I'm someone who also played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I am not a Star Wars person. You know this. 80% of my Star Wars bona fides come from Allison our mutual friend and friend of the show, Allison, who's like genuinely what I would consider to be the biggest Star Wars fan on the planet. However, recently, back, I want to say maybe in December, right? I stumbled upon a piece of Star Wars media that I would argue is better than any other piece of Star Wars media ever created. Matt, are you a Disney Plus subscriber? Yes. You need to go on Disney Plus. I think it's like a 15-minute episode. And look up Star Wars Visions Mm -hmm. and watch the first episode. Now, Star Wars Visions was a run on Disney Plus where they gave eight uh, acclaimed animation studios in Japan Star Wars properties and said, make us a Star Wars short, but really like an episode of TV if you had put, you know, commercials in there. First one is a black and white Akira Kurosawa, almost like Trek to Yomi. We've been talking about Trek to Yomi a lot, Matt. Yep. Imagine that, but in but all the samurais have lightsabers. That's kind of cool. It's Matt. When I tell you, it's the coolest goddamn thing you've ever seen. That is what I would like to see from this, right? I don't want the Luke Skywalker. I don't. I don't care. 
I think Star Wars has been around so long that if you really want to get people like me who couldn't really care too much about Star Wars, give me something different and something that is cool, but not in the vein that it would have, you know, originally appear to be. Yes. So I think in order, and I think what you're trying to say is in order to get me to play a Star Wars game, you need to make a really, really, really good game with Star Wars paint on it. Like, I don't want anything to do with the story of Star Wars. Like, I don't really care about the story of Star Wars. The nostalgia and the connection to that brand are not there for me and you. They need to make an Uncharted Star Wars. Correct. And what yeah. I and I th- I think Uncharted worked so well is because it was so dangerously close to being Indiana Jones while still being its own thing. Like yeah. that that is such creative alchemy that if they were to able to do something like this with Star Wars and Star Wars is a you know billion trillion dollar brand in terms of being able to work on something like this, right? Yeah, it's like a Harry Potter. It's like the new Harry Potter game that they're coming out with. Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, it's got to be good, but it's marketed towards Harry Potter fans. If it wants to get people that aren't Harry Potter fans, it needs to be more than just a Harry Potter game. It needs to be more than just a Star Wars game. It needs to be a really, really good game. Now, from a business perspective, here's what I find interesting that Disney is doing with some of its properties and not doing with other properties, right? Where you see them, you see Disney with Marvel, where they're picking and choosing companies that they think would best fit their certain IPs, right? So Insomniac, you get Spider-Man and you get Wolverine. You guys knocked out of the park on Spider-Man, you get Wolverine. Okay, Uh, Crystal Dynamics, you get Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Okay, cool. Next up, Uh, right? Is it me or do I feel like we used to get more Star Wars games? Now, I know the brand was locked up with that whole DICE thing where DICE had the exclusivity on it. But I feel like growing up, we had more one-off Star Wars games. We definitely did. I just don't know how. I don't know how well they did after like Battlefront 2. The original Battlefront 2, not the terrible one that DICE made, correct? Yeah, That's what the we're original. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah original. the good one. Yeah, the pandemic made. Yeah. After that, I don't really remember any of them. Like, I don't remember playing any of them. I remember Force Awakens because the main character's name was Star Killer. I was like, "Fuck!" Eleven-year-old me was all over that. Do you remember? Pulls the the spaceship like out of the sky. Yeah, cool as hell, right? Um, my the pin in this I'll put as this right. It it goes into broad strokes that the uh, Skydance New Media is big on VR stuff. I don't want this to be a VR game. I was going to say, that's my only concern about this, is that a VR game would be cool, it'd be gimmicky, and it would sell really well, because it's just a cool, like, that is a good game to make VR, is Star Wars. It's not going to be, it has so much more potential than what VR is capable of right now. Agreed, and I would say that Star Wars, like, the lightsaber as an interactive thing is such low-hanging fruit that it's like, 
of course, yeah, it's a VR thing. I move my hand and my lightsaber moves. Cool. We have Beat Saber, which I would argue is probably the best version of that we're going to get. Yeah. No, I want a I want a Last of Us Star Wars. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. You want a very narratively driven, high quality AAA game that is selling more than just the brand Star Wars. And I uh, agreed. And maybe this is a criticism of something I've heard other people say, but as an outsider, I agree with completely. My biggest issue with Star Wars spanning nine movies, right? Yeah. And I understand the first six where it's like, okay, here's the story, and then here's how the, the canonical beginning of the story. I get that. But when Disney bought Star Wars, Disney had a reset button, right? Yeah. The the what is Star Wars's tagline in a galaxy long ago, far, far away? And you mean to tell me that the entire cent in integral plot only revolves around like twelve people in this huge galaxy? There's no other stories to tell. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, they didn't do that with the the third set of three. I I am well, a they had a chance to. But in the third set of three, the first movie was like, hey, remember Han Solo? You remember Luke Skywalker? Yeah, you like them, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I don't think I've ever completely watched any of the Star Wars. It's never been my thing. So I was very uninterested in the new three. I will say, though. It has so much potential and it's such a cool idea i'm not a sci-fi person so i don't think this game would need to be very 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 good for me to pick it up but i can mm -hmm. tell you right now if it's a vr game no way if you make a vr game it's for people that like star wars and that's it I completely agree with you and and where i'll end it is this your point of we need a really good game that has a star wars cone of paint on it i think what speaks the most to that is assassin's creed mm -hmm. where we had we here is a 300 a, the three the game of 300 you always wanted but it's an assassin's creed game you yeah. know what i mean here is yeah. a viking game that just happens to be assassin's creed yeah and i think i think spider-man is the best comparison of what i want this to be like, yes, it's a Spider-Man game and it follows Spider-Man-y stuff. But you could have made that not Spider-Man and it would have been awesome. Like the people that were behind that game and produced that game made an excellent video game. Correct. The, the talent is there to create something. You just got to have the right alchemy in place. Yeah. I can't wait to see what Amy Hennig does um, with this. Again, I also hope it's not a VR, but it looks like it's going to be that way. Looks like it's going to be that way. Matt, I'm so excited. I've sucked up enough of these people's air and uh, imbibed enough to mentally get through this next topic. So if any of you are fans of the channel, and I feel like I've been saying that a lot today, but we're touching on a lot of things that we always go over. <coughs> you okay? Yeah, yeah I'm just, my body is just... It's absorbing the ranch water. In, to every cell in your body. I get you. I get you. You know that the number one game of all time for me is World of Warcraft. Which is an unfathomable statement from shut a grown up. man. Ugh, shut up. It's so good. 
And you know that me and World of Warcraft have been on a break. You've been on a, a bit of a hiatus, I yeah. would say. Because the end of BFA was not good. What is B- what? What is BFA? Battle for Azeroth. It was. You, you have to, again, you have to okay, say that. Uh, fair, fair, no fair, one fair, knows fair. what you're talking about. Fair, fair, fair. The end of battle, the Battle for Azeroth expansion mm-hmm. was not good. I stopped playing. And then it was Shadowlands expansion. Mm-hmm. It didn't look, it didn't have anything for me that would bring me back. And I probably didn't watch the trailer. But on April 19th at noon, I put myself in a conference room at work. I had to watch it with you. (laughs) I put myself in a conference room at work. This was my lunch. I sat there and watched the WoW expansion announcement, and they announced Dragonflight. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, Matt, in the last Playconomics Plus episode, you discussed all of these things. You knew exactly what it was going to be. Yeah. And you wanted these certain things in the game. Mm -hmm. And you watched the trailer, and it had nothing. Zero of the things. Well, that dragons, which Skyrim did. did almost twelve years ago, thirteen yeah. years ago at this point. It did. Yeah, does have dragons. Yeah, they didn't make any of the changes you said you wanted. Yeah, but they did two things. One, they revamped the talent system, which is the no one knows what that means. I'm yeah, going to explain it. I'm going to explain it. Which is the way that your character gains power as you level up. You get certain talents, and you use those talent points to spend on new abilities. And you develop your character as you approach max level. Mm-hmm. They changed it back to pretty much the way it was in the older versions of World of Warcraft before the big split right uh, during the fourth expansion, Mist of Pandaria. Or the, the, the what some expansion. would argue is the greatest expansion. Yeah, the fifth expansion of World of Warcraft. They reverted that back and they made it a lot more every level you get a meaningful choice option to improve your character instead of every 15 levels or whatever it currently was for shadowlands i think it was 10 but they added something else a really cool cinematic and dragons so let's and i'm hooked i'm in i already resubbed I'm you discussed when is this nonsense coming out? It doesn't even have a release date. But no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, you're the problem. <laughs> I didn't reset. Oh Christ! <laughs> I didn't reset. Clip it. <laughs> that was the. Oh my God! You understand that there are <laughs> legions of people like you. Millions. There are. Millions. Just full countries full of people like you. Yes. So, no, I Blizzard never needs to release this now. I didn't resub because I'm not playing Shadowlands, and until this is actually released, there's no reason for me to resubscribe to World of Warcraft. However, with the hype of this trailer and the Uh amount that I am enjoying Elden Ring and RPGs as a whole, there is not a doubt in my mind that i will be playing this i will make a dragon character i will make the exclusive dragon class that only the dragon people could be and then which i will is go what? back which is what uh it's an invoker it's not anything Oof. that would make sense what are you invoking matt the wrath of the elements obviously bobby however however no i'm gonna be a beastmaster hunter as per usual um the I'm wrath 
of the element. <laughs> yes, the, the wrath. Ac- actually, it would be the wrath of the dragon aspects, but it's fine. The elements. Are so the the only other thing that they've revamped is um like for the main one they did bring us back to azeroth which is cool they we're back on the home planet instead of fighting some cosmic evil force and they redid professions to make it a lot more not like user friendly but they made it so that professions are relevant again and it's what is a profession just- in world of warcraft uh, you could be a blacksmith leather worker so you basically make different types of gear and and end game like progression items so you could like jewel craft put um gem slots into your gear uh you can enchant your weapons and you could be an enchanter um all of them two words it's dragon flight no it's one word but it's flight spelled normally yes oh my god look at this i'm 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 currently looking up the uh google um The, the second article i sent you was the um was the world of warcraft link to the website yeah no so what i'm searching just out of curiosity because i'm so curious to see after a down sales trend with blizzard properties is this enough to sort of and all joking aside get people like you back on the subscription wheel with something like world of warcraft and what i did and this is a very rudimentary test is you go to um you know like google trends and i just searched dragonflight right and yeah everything that comes up expansion pack blizzard entertainment yeah um release date expansion release date release date right but i'm curious how is this ranked man do you know the number one place in america searching for world of warcraft dragonfly right now you won't believe this it's gotta be an asian country no in america in america oh uh racist piece of shit but you know uh nah it's just a fact they use dragons for a very specific thing just like they did with pandas with mist of pandaria they have a market that they are targeting and i believe in an article we covered a couple weeks ago they uh microsoft bought activision blizzard king to expand to an east asian market anyway what is what state in these great 50 united states um mississippi no vermont I mean, what is there to do in Vermont? They <laughs> Except hike. play World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah they exactly. Hike, they drink. They eat maple syrup. Do you drink or eat maple syrup? Regardless, they you consume, consume maple. It. Yeah, wow. Consume. <laughs> but I love every second of it. I'm gonna play this expansion. I'm probably gonna play for a month and then quit because it'll take over my life. But then, you what, know, what I am so curious about genuinely if Sarah leaves me. Me too. Well, I mean, me that's too. that's in the cards already with, yeah. with, with this. No, genuinely, what I'm most um, curious about is how much of Activision Blizzard King's revenue stream was generated by World of Warcraft subscriptions, because if I'm Microsoft right now, the first thing I'm doing is putting you in game no pass. no more subscription yeah it's on game pass no 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 more subscription just like destiny you pay for the expansions contents free weekly story do you know how many more people would, would sign up a lot a lot of people um i don't think they're gonna do that i think they're gonna put it on pc game pass which to me immediately tells me that is a massive part 
of Activision King's uh, revenue streams, right? Like it's a huge pillar. Uh, I, I would imagine it is. The subscriptions are no joke. Even if it's it's fifteen dollars a month, it the best case scenario you're getting it for twelve if you buy it for the full year. Now hold and, on, I'm looking here. World of Warcraft, <clears throat> one month subscription, fifteen bucks. Three months, fourteen bucks a month. Yeah, for the year um, it's probably it's twelve ninety nine. But then twelve nine. But you have to pay the whole year up front. Yeah. So thirteen times twelve. I barely passed seventh grade math comes out to should be like 160 something dollars correct my friend you are 156 dollars yeah i know i don't I've know seen it. Seen you it know you've seen it on your i was gonna say you've seen it on your credit card <laughs> yeah i've seen it um yeah but times that by three million people and three million is probably where it's at right now just yearly My second end- question and and i'm sorry to cut you off there because yeah. this i feel like is an also important part of this revenue stream puzzle when it comes to world of warcraft who is the key age demo of this anymore uh i don't because uh, it's not kids kids are not playing world of warcraft they're playing fortnite yeah no they're not playing i would argue it's people between ages of 18 to 35 like i think it's adults hmm because this game is a lifestyle and the subscription fee makes it expensive. And it's like, a and lifestyle, he says. MMOs are for older people because it's a grind. It's something you could log but into. But it wasn't every- always like that, man. It was always middle school to maybe early to mid-high school kids. Yeah, I think you get people in there. Like you get people into the game late high school or like late middle school, early high school, but they dive into the game in college when they have the free time. But the rev we and I completely forgot about something on the revenue stream. The revenue stream is not just the subscription. The main their main revenue generator is the paid services and the microtransactions. So you have to pay on top of that. No. So what you could do is like, let's say I want to jump into World of Warcraft, Mm -hmm. but I've played already. And let's say I made a new account for some reason, mm-hmm. or I want to get to the most current content. I could pay 60 bucks and my character is now max level. Or well, it's, you can you can do that with Fortnite too by the battle pass tiers, right? Yeah. Yes, but there's no gameplay advantage to doing that. Like you're just you're paying for cosmetics. This you are ah, this is pay to play. Yeah, like you're skipping 95% of the game and getting just to end game content. Uh, there, you- I'm, I can't wait to jump back into Witch Queen for this reason. Because yeah. Witch Queen is going to... It's wild. The money they make on microtransactions in World of Warcraft is un- unnecessary. They have cosmetics. They have the character boosts. They have to change your realm. So if you and your friend make a character on different realms, you can't play together. So what the hell is that? So one of you has to pay $25 to change. To race change, another 20 bucks. Uh, You can't class change. Um, There's a bunch of stuff that you pay money for. And you could just buy in-game currency for whatever a WoW token is going for right now, which is essentially a Bitcoin. But here's my question. And maybe something that... uh, 
exists and I just don't know about it. I would love to look up the estimated value of IP. And if this isn't an idea or a site or an app, I would it. love... Do you know how you're like, you know, like Elon Musk net worth, right? And it takes all of the outstanding assets and liabilities and kind of surmises yeah. what that person is worth. I wish you could do that for individual brands. Because I just Google World of Warcraft net worth, brand value, and I just got like random things, right? But if you Google Elon Musk net worth, you get a number. Yeah, I I mean, I have, um, obviously I am a um owner of activision blizzard king stock and they have their quarterly report you can definitely see how much they're making based on correct and you can look up their market cap and stuff like that how much money they have to yeah google it you know what i mean how much is this ip worth and i think i don't think you ever will because you could do that for like a person's net worth but i don't think they would ever put a price on their ip because it's whatever somebody will pay for it is the price. Yeah, but I mean, that's what stocks are, right? Like Elon Musk out here scooping Twitter. I want Elon Musk to buy Kojima Productions. Oh my God, I want him to buy Twitter. I really do. Tell me Elon Musk buying Kojima Productions isn't like the match made in heaven. I don't, I re- the only reason I would say he would never do it is because I don't think he gives a single solitary shit about things that are not advancing the world he is a huge nerd he tweets about overwatch all the goddamn time i I think it's because he enjoys playing them like i don't think he has any interest interest professionally to develop them Mm. because like elon musk x kojima that's what i want hey i i would love it i would love to see what type of video game he would put out to be honest i don't know if it would be that good matt Bring us to our third topic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Get the article up. I'll vamp in the meantime. Yeah. I got it. (laughs) I don't got it. I was just messing with you. No, I do, I do, I do. Um, We're going to see a new... (laughs) We're going to see a new form of microtransactions in Mm -hmm. PC and console gaming. And I think everyone should be concerned about it. And we put out a TikTok about it, and I got a lot of mixed reviews of calling me a scrub, telling me I didn't read the article. I did read the article. But to summarize our first article, let me actually pull up the article. Microsoft reportedly working to bring in-game ads to -to free-to-play games. This is uh, by Chris Pereira. Microsoft is developing a program that will help to bring in-game advertisements to -to free-to-play games on Xbox, according to a news report from Business Insider. The goal, according to the report, is not to provide or is to provide a new revenue stream for developers. Microsoft itself would not be taking a cut of the ad generate the ad revenue generated. Examples of how ads might be placed, for example, are a billboard in a racing game. And that was the point that the people on TikTok brought up was like, no, 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 they said it was going to be this. And they did that in Battlefield 2042 and everyone hated it because ads are stupid. Oh, in well, video games. From Battlefield 2042, everybody loves yes. Battlefield. Oh my God, people, they're not, they're knocking on the door right now. The Battlefield fans. Yes. You know but, what I'd love to have on? Side note. Battlefield I was talking to directly. Sam the other day in my DMs, yeah. in my Twitter DMs. We're talking, we're talking computer stuff. Sam from 
uh, Exhibition and Xbox podcast. Check his work out. Love his stuff that he's doing over there. Um, I, th- I From what I've seen on Twitter, he is a player. I won't say if he's a fan, but I definitely know he's a player of Battlefield, so I'd love to get his take on this. Yeah, I'd be... Um... I mean, this specifically, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. Because I don't have I, Sam's number. Otherwise, I would literally call him live right now. Yes, we could. We could. We could uh, no, we don't have him on Instagram either. It's just Twitter. and. Uh, well, I have Sam on Instagram. Oh, wow. Wow. Flex. However, however, I hate this because this is just an entry point for ads. <laughs> Yes, it will be something that's very unintrusive to begin with, like billboards. Would I really care if on the banners of Apex Legends where they put the champion squad for a second or two, it flashed some Geico commercial? No, I wouldn't care. Do you know what is going to be annoying? When all of your loading screens are ads and that games are artificially putting loading screens back into the game to put ad revenue on it. But Matt, and allow me, if only it was a business model where you paid full price for games that was sustainable, high budget, well-received. If only there was a company out there doing that. Oh, really? Why don't you read the second half of the article I sent you? <laughs> you know I can't read. Because let me put the second article right Yeah, I know. Sony, the- Sony is also Sony planning, is planning to do the same thing, and they announced it seven hours later. Don't give me that. Don't smoke that Xbox pack just yet. <laughs> that Xbox pack of is Xbox, <laughs> Xbox brand cigarettes. Yes. Man, listen... I, I this is the Don't second week in it. a row I'm making allusions to the Philip Morris company. Can you imagine if like Xbox and PlayStation were around in like the 50s and early 60s, right? Where like Philip Morris was doing like ads like directly targeted at children. You know there would be a cartoon Xbox smoking a pack of cigarettes. Uh yeah, I still think they do. Like I think characters in video games wouldn't smoke if smoking co- like if tobacco companies didn't pay video games. And no, nobody could tell me otherwise. This is a broad claim, and I'm willing to go against anyone that disagrees. It can might you give not me be any it. example of this. Zero. Okay, good. Okay, but, ne- in, in, okay. I'm not. I'm gonna. You're digging your own hole here. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. I really. There's no way that you would make. I guess you could, for aesthetic reasons, you would make a character that smokes. However, Solid Snake, Big yes. Boss, Max Payne. Again, those are older IP where I wouldn't be surprised if tobacco companies Yeah, no were one paying. smokes in video games anymore. Yeah, I know. However, they, what happened yet? Let's have a spine. <laughs> Come on. You, you're telling me that you can't take your six-year-old to go have a cigarette. No, you can't. Miles, but, crack open a pack of Reds, buddy. It's a good, it's a good day. I knew it. As soon as I said child and cigarette, I knew you were going to go there. However, this is the last time we do this on the podcast. I'm just trying to connect with my nephew. Um, But I don't like the in-game ad thing. I hate it so much. It's one of the worst things about mobile games. And you know, on the channel, we hate 
We hate mobile game bullshit, and this is the pinnacle. Yeah, this is the pinnacle of mobile game of bullshit. mobile game bullshit. I can't th- get through a level of Angry Birds without some ad for another game because they want me to buy another game so that I'll see another ad. Here's my thing with this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the reason you see companies like Fortnite moving towards legacy business models like the subscription. You know, I know my point in the last article we talked about was why the hell is World of Warcraft still doing subscriptions? As much as I'm confused, I'm not confused because of the business aspects of it. I'm confused based on the market perception of uh, a subscription model like that, right? Like, if you stretch out the timeline here, something like World of Warcraft was doing subscriptions before any of this, right? We've almost come full circle in the games industry back to a subscription model. We did, uh, you know, uh, day one expansion, paid DLC, pop, 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 pop. And yet we've arrived back even with games like Fortnite would have built in microtransactions and so on and so forth, right? I think this is a way to say, how do I put this? We're we're filming this at a very interesting time because Netflix recently their their value Netflix tank I'll give you the uh, exact number right stock tank uh, shares tanked thirty percent of Netflix right Netflix was the market leader right now you've got other streamers in the space Amazon Prime Hulu Disney Plus Paramount Plus Rip in Plus Rip in Plus <laughs> Rip in Peace cnn plus we have more subscribers than cnn plus facts facts um so it's interesting to me that because the space has become so diluted with so many uh, streaming services that people are starting to look for our alternative revenue models for things that were working right and what i mean by that and just to clarify is Game Pass isn't the only game streaming platform in town. PlayStation has their model coming. You've got Ubisoft Uplay. EA EA has one. Um, Yeah, but those are also getting gobbled up by the bigger ones. The point I'm trying to make is when you have more choice, it becomes easier to start eliminating decisions, right? Like, shit, I'm HBO Max, Paramount Plus, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Like, I might as well just get fucking cable back because that's essentially yeah. what I'm doing, right? Yeah. But it's a lot easier. Like, when Netflix was my only thing, it would have been real hard to cancel Netflix, right? Now, Netflix is my main content consumer next to YouTube. But Paramount Plus, I'd get that out of here. I subscribed for a month and was get done right yep peacock all that nonsense so what i'm saying is in a space where more and more people are throwing their hat in it becomes a lot easier as the consumer to say i don't need this i don't need this i don't need this and then you're cnn plus so all these companies are looking for ways to subsidize their revenue with ads right that was that was a a long walk off a short period i'm sorry i was so circuitous about it so do you know what i think they're gonna do i think this is completely the opposite Hmm. i think 
I think you're going to see them put in ads like Microsoft's going to add games. Obviously, they're saying free to play games. So this is every game that is on Game Pass. Is now going to get ads is how I'm seeing this go down. But you have a higher tier where you don't get ads, and they're like, you could pay five dollars more. And do you know whose pocket that goes into? Yeah, that one goes into Microsoft. And do you know which one I'm going to pay for? That one. I'm not going to view a single ad. I never will. I mean, it's it is a business model as old as time, right? So I'm going to go on a little story here. Hit me. me Where Xbox pack? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. So. My first job out of uh, high school while I was in college was selling used cars. You know this. Yes. One of my favorite jobs ever. And I learned more at that job than I ever did in any classroom or any business setting was selling used cars. And one of the best lines I heard, the best upsell I've ever heard, was uh, we had an F&I manager, which is a finance manager, and he would get people in the room. And when they were going to buy their whatever bullshit paint protection or whatever, the upsell was he would automatically give them the higher tier. But the higher tier was only just slightly more than the middle tier, right? You're looking at a difference of like 25 bucks, which on a car payment isn't all that much if you're already spending that much a month, right? Yep. And it would, you know, the the middle tier would have like four things and the high tier the $25 more thing would have 12 things and his line was he's like yeah it's like when you go to the movies like you know like the medium popcorn is four dollars and the big popcorn is 425 but look how much more popcorn you get yeah and for some reason that always stuck with me i'm like oh that was such a good close and i think that's exactly what we're saying here where yeah for five dollars you can get ads but for nine dollars you don't have to yeah. And can you name one subscription service that you have that you watch regularly that you yes. have ads on? Besides oh, no. YouTube. God forbid. No. Do just... you have the YouTube one? Oh, no, 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 no. no I'm no. pissed that I have YouTube TV and I still get ads. So, okay. So uh, I pimp off my dad's uh, Hulu TV. Yep. But I barely, I, I don't think. I've ever watched Hulu TV um, like live, like Super Bowl maybe was the only time I ever watched like a live channel. Everything else I watch either on Hulu and uh, Hulu Netflix or YouTube. Yep. That brings us in for a landing here. Well, as per usual, I was expecting Bobby to do the landing, so I didn't record. Psych, Bobby's here. We're landing the episode. Guys, if you like what you heard, if you want to hear more, share with a friend who will find it valuable. Leave us a good comment. Leave us a good rating. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. I'd love to know your opinion. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. The one watching this video right now. Not you, man. This this fine viewer right here. You You know who we're talking to? Miles. How you doing, Miles? How do you know? It's me, Comment Uncle Matt. Miles, Stop. as your Stop. uncle, I Stop need you to build that. a sentient microwave. <laughs> okay? In all seriousness, folks, join the Discord. QR code is on your screen now. Uh, we have a lot of great conversations in there. We're growing day by day. Follow us on Instagram. Fight with us on TikTok. You know you love to do it, and we love to do it as well. And until next week, <clears throat> this is your Uncle Bobby signing off.
And remember, happy gaming. And I have to read directly from a teleprompter. I don't know what to say.